Hey everybody, it's Chris. If you're a sports fan like me, or you're just a fan of a great story, you gotta check out Press Box Access, a sports history podcast hosted by Todd Jones. Todd sits down with fellow sports writers who experienced firsthand some of the biggest sports moments of the past 50 years, and they share some of the stories behind the stories, some of which they've only told to each other. What I personally love are the wild stories that you might not hear so much about on SportsCenter over the years. Like when Indiana-based sports journalist Bob Kravitz recounts the time Bobby Knight showed up naked to an office meeting with him and then banned him from the Hoosiers' locker room for the next three years because Bob wrote a story he didn't like. Or when Alexander Wolfe tells a story about going out on the town in Chicago with Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra in the middle of a Bulls playoff series. Or when Dan Wetzel talks about what it was like to be in the media room when Temple basketball coach John Chaney stormed into UMass coach John Calipari's press conference after a game and threatened to kill him. These wild and fun stories, paired with stories about real sports greatness, you know, like the 1970s Steelers being the greatest NFL dynasty ever, or the legendary rivalry between Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, and even the impact of protests for social justice issues in sports, make Pressbox Access a show you should check out. Pressbox Access is part of the Evergreen Podcast family, and it's available all the places you get your pods, and you can also find Pressbox Access on YouTube. Go check it out. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. One hit is all you need to make the money guaranteed. Live off royalties forever And it makes me wonder Is it just a wonder Or is it one hit thunder Hey everybody, for episode 99 of our show we're gonna 99 go, We're gonna go back to what we did on episode 49 um, we're going to go through the entire year's worth of episodes that we've dropped, the last 50-some episodes, and and put them in a proper ranking of the worst song that we've discussed all the way up to the best song. Okay. Uh, so it's Chris and I, but we have a third here. You just heard him on last week's episode. Jim, thank you for sticking around. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. I love One Hit Thunder. <laughs> thank you. All right. So Thanks, we're going <laughs> to start with a song that literally Chris said in the episode there was no way that this wasn't going to be his favorite song of the year. Okay. Big Country. Put big, it at the top. Yeah, Big Country. It's starting at the top. Big Country. The song Big Country by the band Big Country from the album Big Country. Yeah. Put it, put it at the top for the year. It's going to be hard to pass that one up. And Matt, I know you're already thinking about one I said. Yeah. I, and we'll, we'll get there. Dancing Mother, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So the song we followed that up with, The Cardigans Love Fool. Put it below. Put it below Big Country. All right. I mean, we, we don't have much to work with yet. All right. Next one. Kia, My Neck, My Back. Ooh. I, <laughs> I like that song, but I think of the three songs so far, that goes below both of them. Okay. Okay. This is easy so far, Matt. Only only like 46 more to go. <laughs> Save Ferris, Come On Eileen. It's a cover song. <laughs> like, I can't put a... Like, it's funny that we didn't do the original because the original is a one-hit wonder. Yeah. And we'll get there eventually because there's so much more to talk about about the band Dexy's Midnight Runners than there is to talk about Save Ferris. They didn't so really did have Save much going Ferris's on. Save Ferris's cover of <laughs> a one-hit wonder, which was also their one hit. Right. That's, what else they got? Nothing. No. That goes at the bottom, and that might stay all the way at the bottom for being a cover that's your only hit of a one-hit wonder. It's... That doesn't work. Don't that don't resonate with me. Right. That's fair. <laughs> All right. So now we got a song coming up that I could see jumping towards the top. So okay. far we've just been moving downward. Okay. Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. Ooh. Return of the Mac's a pretty good song. Is it better than the Cardigans? No. Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, not better than the band, no. But that particular song. But the Loveful. song Loveful. Yeah, Loveful. I think I agree with you. I think Return of the Mac is below Big Country above Cardigans. If I was partying, I way want to hear Return of the Mac more. Loveful. Love me. Okay, love right. Me. Yes. Okay. Yes. You're saying it in context. If you're partying, yes, you want to listen to Return of the yeah, Mac. But, the, but okay, all right. You're the right. band. That's fair. The band. There's probably five Cardigan songs that I would definitely put above that. Look, so many great Cardigan yeah. songs. 
I just don't think that Love Fool is better than Return of the Max. So Return of the Max are number two right now. All right. Keep it going. Next one, we had Bewitched Say La Vie. Ew. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's got... Higher the, than Say Ferris. The, the Irish girls doing the... They, they do river dance in the middle of the song. I mean, that's got to count for something. Yeah, I mean, that's more original than Say Ferris. That's right. Than Say right. Ferris covering Come On Eileen. So, yeah, I put that just above Say Ferris. Do you agree? But, but, okay, so you're saying below my neck, my back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> my neck, my back is so filthy. I love it. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I love a good filthy song. <laughs> All right, putting that here. All right, well, you know that I'm going to be pushing this one pretty hard, Uh but I don't know if I was able to convince you. Uh, Next is The New Radicals, You Get What You Give. You sold me on this song a lot. I never thought much about it, and you, you know, for anyone who didn't listen to that episode, go back. Matt's, apparently it's his favorite song of all time. It's high up. It's like my, I think I ranked it at one point the second greatest song of the 90s behind space hog in the meantime okay. which is definitely the greatest oh, song we got of the, the biggest 90s. space hog fan of all time <laughs> that is here. the band they well, define the 90s yeah yeah okay well i do like you get what you give now after that it's a very feel-good song i would be okay matt it's and it's very much also a quintessential one hit wonder yeah i think that helps a lot and in that, this factory that i would be okay with putting that at number two right now awesome all right i was all right i i, I won't even argue i was <laughs> i had a it's different... not gonna stay there but... <laughs> no no no. I, I was gonna bid it i was gonna bid it slightly lower because i didn't think you'd even make that an offer but i'll take it i'll take it over return of the mac yeah all right so next one arguably one of our bigger episodes for controversial reasons Hanson Mbop. Hmm. Where does that go in the Save Ferris I, I bucket? Because <laughs> I know we're going towards the bottom. Okay, we're leaving Hanson Gate out of this. Okay. We're going based purely on the song. Now, I did think it was interesting that it was produced by... The Dust Brothers. The Dust Brothers, who also did Beck. And there are... And as Matt, who was the guest on that episode, brought up... Playing this song, like the rhythms and everything that happens in the song is pretty interesting. You hear like this, what, you know, you hear little kids singing and you you think like, oh, this song's lame. This is stupid. But if there's a lot going on musically in this song, I'll, I'll give them that. All right. I would put it above the Save Ferris cover. Okay. But below Bewitched? I, I would put it above Bewitched, too. I think it's got to be above Bewitched. I mean, yeah. granted, it's not going to be number five on this list or anything, but it's definitely I, way better than Save Ferris. I, I, I put it above Bewitched because I didn't really even know the Bewitched song. That's fair. Right, and right. everybody knows Mbop. Right, correct. So, so what's, it, what's it right below right now? My Neck, My Back. Yeah, that's better than Okay. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Next up, we got Lou Bega with Mambo Number no. Five, the Hat Man himself. Oh, the Hat Man! <laughs> okay, so here, so here's a li- here's a line. Is Hat Man better than My Neck, My Back? You know what? I I think the Tracy Morgan sketch about the Mambo Number no. Five or whatever that that's on YouTube, check it out, is really funny. The song I'd be fine with never hearing ever. <laughs> I, I would put it below my neck, my back, because like I'm down for listening to my neck, my back once every six months. All right, so we're below my neck. Is it above Umbop or below Um? Yeah, it's above. It's above. Okay. The refreshments, Banditos. Great song. Oh. Yeah, I mean, we had Taylor on for that episode yep. who did a documentary about the refreshments. So he really sold us on him. And I think it, they have a cool story behind their band. I definitely like their King of the Hill theme song. I think that's cool. I think digging into them, I liked some songs more than this one. Yeah. But this is a pretty cool song. Yeah. It's not like something I necessarily want to listen to, but I get it. More than Mambo number five? Oh, it's definitely, I think that that's not a problem. I I would say we're talking maybe Cardigans, Love Fool versus Ben. That's where I'm thinking. I would put it right below Cardigans. Okay. Okay. That seems fair. The Verve with Bittersweet Symphony up next. You know, that song to me is just that sample or whatever. Or that recreated sample. Without that sample, sample, there's nothing. That is the whole song. That's true. 
the the lyrics and the melodies and stuff like they're so forgettable to me maybe not to the average person maybe people are like oh i sing along to that song it means but like to me what does anybody know that song that isn't it's no i know but what do they know of the words that isn't it's a bittersweet symphony it's just that it's just last. the sample. It's just I know. the sample. And I I thought that was an interesting episode how they didn't make any money from that song yeah. and like eventually got the rights back and they played at soccer games in England like crazy and I think it's kind of a cool song. I, I think after our episode of it, I liked it more. I thought about it more and liked it more than I ever it, it was kind of just like background music to me when I heard it before. I, I kind of agree with you. I def my appreciation for it grew, but I still think, I honestly think below my neck, my back. Mm, no, I'm going to disagree. I okay. actually think it goes way higher. Okay. Because I'm uh, saying it's just the sample, but I do like the sample. So are we saying above return of the Mac? No. Okay. So I'd we say, got banditos. So it goes return of the Mac, loveful banditos, my neck, my back. I think it goes above banditos. Okay. In between that cardigan, I, I am perfectly content with that location. Yeah. I would say it's right below Banditos, but it's your show. So you can. Yeah. I, 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 I would rather listen to Bittersweet Symphony. I, I always think of like if I had a bunch of people over and had music playing loud and everyone's smoking and drinking and having a good time, like that song comes on, I think it like sets a better mood than Banditos, which is kind of like a. I don't know, a little, little bit on the um, the hokey side or something. I could see that. I, I also think, you know, we're talking about that sample, but I also think like the live drum over top of that sample is also pretty fucking dope. So the next one we got, Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. I feel like this is a tough one because I like Bobby McFerrin yeah. more than I like the song. Yeah, <laughs> right. And it's such a cultural touchstone, but at the same time... Yeah. Bobby McFerrin rules. Yeah, yeah if we yeah. were ranking just the person, he'd be <laughs> arguably like the number one person yeah. on the list. The song. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, you know what? I like some of the melodies in that song. I like the. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the message is okay. It's very. Well, but- Hakuna Matata type message, and right? I'm still, I, I've searched everywhere. I can't find anyone else arguing this, but I still think that there's like a sarcastic tone to those lyrics. Just being like, don't think about it. Like, right. I think it's like more mocking people <laughs> with that mindset. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. do, 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 do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get evicted from your apartment. Ah, don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I think you're right. I think maybe he had a sense of humor about it. And, you know, I've seen it named. We talked about it. some people name it like one of the worst songs yeah. ever. And, How dare you? And, and, but then it was also Grammy. Grammy. No, I think it won Grammys. Yeah. Then. It was like song of the year. But let's not forget what it also beat. Because that's a problem. What? It beat Tracy Chapman Fast oh, Car, yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> that makes it go down the list a little bit. Uh, all right. Well, right. it's not, well, it's not his fault. He didn't. He didn't. I vote. know. Give but me still. a reasonable place, Matt. Where, all right. Where, I'm looking. Uh, definitely above Bewitched. Well, yes. yeah, no, that's uh, I'm I'm trying to decide if it's above or below the verve, but I'm seeing in that cardigan. It's love below pool. the verve. It's okay. below the verve. So above banditos below the, the verve? No, below banditos. Above uh, my neck, my back. Yeah. Now we're at my neck, my back. I'll put it there. Okay. So above my neck, my back. Yeah. Right. There we that's go. That's a nice spot for it. So there might be someone who's got a... A horse in the race on this next one, but we got player baby come back. Hey yo, <laughs> number it? number one. That's your favorite song bullet. ever. Above big country. <laughs> you guys got both of your favorite songs ever in this list. Uh, no, that's definitely not number one. I mean, I guess I'm a little bit biased now too because we covered it in Punchline. It's definitely a great song. I was um, so I'll start my opening bid of. Below Return of the Mac, above Cardigan Love Fool. You know what? I like it above Return of the Mac. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go above the New Radicals? I personally like it better than the New Radicals. But Matt, you are, you, you, you're here. I'll accept your choice because yeah. you do have Jim here. And I think Jim would vote against well, look, me as well. I'm going to say I, I would agree only because of it. But using Chris's rules of like if you're at a party type thing, that really makes things difficult. I- I think if that song comes on at a party, I could see being happy. About, I mean, it's a, it's a. I could see people wondering what the hell it was for the first minute, and then the chorus hits. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I got a soft spot for this song for sure. All right, I let's, mean, put, let's put it number two. I'm fine I like with that. It. I like no it. No complaints. I like it there. He likes you more than me, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Real Big Fish, sell out. Okay. I mean, obviously, love Real Big Fish. Got, I mean, loved them as a teenager. They took my band on tour for an entire summer. Always been gracious cool dudes I not was, my favorite song by no them, that's where i'm at with it is like i don't think it's even in my top five favorite real big fish songs no so that, that's that my only issue that album's arguably my favorite one of my top five favorite albums of all time and i don't think it would rank rank in my top 10 favorite tracks on that album the singles weren't my favorite no. on that album but obviously above say ferris it would be so it feels so, to me that the line of demarcation is my neck my back yeah, it's, that seems yeah, like it's good, above that. It's okay, above that. so don't worry, be happy. Above that, banditos. Above that, yeah, above that. Bittersweet, bittersweet symphony. Uh, yeah, yeah, loveful. That's where there's a debate. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I don't know why I'm acting like I really love loveful. Like I like the card. I think the Cardigans are a great band. I once again, same argument we're having about sellout is like. I think Cardigan's a great band. Loveful, um, what, whatever. It's so like background music. I'm, my my argument with Loveful, because I was thinking about this, because I kind of, I feel like I I teeter between feeling lukewarm towards that song, but then there's other things where I think I forget how much I like, because when I think of Loveful, the first thing I think of is the chorus. Yeah. Immediately. But that's like not the parts of that song that I like. Like, I like the verse. Like, dear, I fear we're facing yeah, up. Like, right. that part's really great. And the end of the chorus, like, I can't care about anything but you. Yeah. Like those are good parts in that song. It's not like it's a complete dour track. <laughs> like, Okay. I could see and, and sellout as much as I love real big fish. There's something about like, if I had to listen to sellout four times in a row, I'd probably lose my mind. Yeah. Like it's too much. Yeah. It, it's almost like they were parodying ska music <laughs> themselves, you yeah, know, like a little bit. And I, they probably were. Yeah, they were. I mean that, because that's kind of the theme of the song almost like yeah. the, do, 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 do. that is catchy though. Yeah. I think the horn part, the horn part in the, Hey, won't you sign that paper tonight? She said, it's well, I can't good. work. Like those two parts are the strongest things going for that song in my mind. <sighs> Yeah, I, I kind of want to put Real Big Fish above love. Look, okay. okay, go for it. But it's definitely not going below Return of the Mac. Let's draw a line in the sand. Yeah, Return of the Mac's above that. Okay. We're splitting hairs at this point, but we're talking about sellout loveful right in this zone. So I think it's fine. Put it yeah. above it. It works. Yeah. All right, next up, we got Matthew Wilder, Break My Stride. Ooh, that's I'm, a good one. I mean, this is a good song. <laughs> I mean... it's a, I love the story, the story in the song, the ridiculous thing that became a TikTok thing and oh that's such a good chorus. <laughs> Yo, okay, so so I was thinking about something. When you did this episode, you guys were talking about you said something you were like, what does that even mean? We talk about slow boat to China, I got to get the laundry done or whatever. It's cuz Chinese laundry is a thing, so that's what it's about. Okay. But that doesn't help it no. with being a better or worse song. That's yeah. just the answer to what you were asking. Ain't nobody gonna break my stride. Ain't nobody gonna hold me down. Oh no, I got to keep on moving. Oh, that's that, good. Break my stride would is great. Above my neck, my back. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think we can jump a little bit higher than that. Yeah. I'd say like we're in that bittersweet symphony, loveful area. Above those, below those. I kind of think so. I kind of think above real big fish. Above Whoa. Mark Morrison. Below Mark Morrison, above Real Big Fish. Oh, you know what? Return of the Mac is just a cooler song. It's though. a much cooler song. Yeah, I right below the Return of the Mac. I think Return of the Mac is a cooler song across the board. Where Break My Stride is all about that chorus. Yes, the rest <laughs> of the song is like. Once again, I'll use this word. It's a little bit hokey, like the the synthy eighties, like too over the top. But that chorus is great. Here's a, here's a tough one because I fucking love the story behind this. But I think the song's trash. Patrick Swayze, she's like the wind. <laughs> All right. So hold on. I remember this episode. We got to talk a second about it. My wife, Trisha, Dirty Dancing, number one most favorite song. Her mom let her watch and she was like a child. She didn't even understand the whole abortion part of it. The whole thing is a thing. The thing you said about it, which I don't necessarily think is the case, is you said that Patrick Swayze had this song and he was constantly trying to pitch it to movies. That's, I do not believe that's true. That's what I. That's according I, that, to so, many reports. Okay, well, so here's what <laughs> I think is the case. 
that movie was put out by some company called Westron or something, and they had no money to make a soundtrack. So I think they were looking for music to put into it, and Patrick Swayze had this song, and it was a perfect fit, because they had to cut all these deals to get that movie together, and then it was such a runaway smash. You were talking about something recently, one of the songs that was on here. It's because that soundtrack, when it came out, was so huge. It was this cultural phenomenon that yeah. all of those songs went wild, and then that thing like wasn't a major motion. I mean, it was like a major picture, but not on like a major studio. Type yeah, thing. no, no, I know it so, was like an indie film, basically. Well, I that just feel like I guess, I guess I don't know because I wasn't there, but I don't think that he was trying to pitch it to a thousand movies until it fell. I think they just needed a song because they had he no money. Wrote the song, uh, based on the stuff that we read, was that he wrote the song for one movie. They said no, and then the next movie he was in, he's like, I got a song, and they said no as well. So I think the plan is just to right. line the Dirty Dancing really needed a song. Yeah, right. Okay. Song. Okay. So maybe that's the case, but that is the case because they had no money. Yeah, to I could, put that it's probably out. just. The combination of yeah. both things if, if they if they were a higher budget film we st he'd still be trying to shop this song around right 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 all right okay but back to the list great song but not it's not it's not yeah, up at I'm the top yeah i'm definitely saying i think it's below my neck my back i don't think it's a great song <laughs> I, I think it's a pretty bad song i think it's yeah. just above uh come on it's better, no no it's better than bewitched for sure that i put it above Bewitched. Patrick Swayze yeah. didn't do a, a fucking river dance no, in the middle he, of his song. he did, but that... Uh, Hanson? We putting it above Hanson? I'd, below? Put, it, I'd put it above Hanson. Mambo number five? Yep. My neck, my back? Yeah, uh, no. no. I was going to say, what are you no, talking I about? Thought, How is there even a hesitation on that? I don't know, because my neck, my back, you know, that that's just like a filthy ass song. And I was like, is this a, then I was thinking like, oh, there's this beautiful song that I'm like, wait a second. This song no, is that beautiful. It's a, it's a fucking a, sleep aid. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's the snooze of the whole album. Yeah. No, that, that's true. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, it's not yesterday. Come on. <laughs> Next up, friend of the show now, Dishwalla counting blue cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good jam. Yeah, I mean, that was one of those ones where I came in, not a fan. We did the episode, learned a lot about the song, walked away a fan. So I think our starting point would be around the cardigans and moving upwards from there, I think. Yeah, I mean, what's right below the cardigans right now? Uh, Verve, Bittersweet Symphony. I think this goes right there, right, right between there? those two. Right between those two. I think I'm getting better at gauging where these things fall from last time. Yeah. I would pitch some wild things in the last time uh, we did this. And I think that I think that Scott in the Dishwalla boys would be all right with being between the cardigans and the verb. I think I that's think a, a good that's spot a, for That's him. a good spot. Another one that's kind of tied to Jim indirectly, but uh, the Easy Beats, Friday on My Mind. That song I do absolutely nothing about i think until i heard it on this thing <laughs> yeah i didn't know the song but i but i liked it yeah it was and fun. i thought it was a it, original cool song you know it's been so long since i've listened to it that i kind of don't remember the song that, but. I, but i think that that's that should come into play because i'm also having the same trouble so i feel it's, like we can't rocket it to so, the top so no. I, the thing i do remember about it that's cool is it is the older brother of malcolm and ian young from acdc right, right. yeah who then when he left this band, produced all their first stuff. Right. But but they didn't get they didn't get famous yeah. and they dropped him. I just remember, I feel like I remember it being monkeys-ish, but not as good as a monkeys song. <laughs> like, right. They, I mean, it was a good story. But I mean, none of us can even hum what but the I can't chorus remember, was. I can't so remember the song. That, that's, that is a strike. I can't remember the song, but I remember it was good. Maybe I'll play just a couple seconds. Of yeah, it. let's let's get a little re refresh. It's good. I mean, it rules. Yeah. I don't remember it, but it definitely rules. Yeah, I forgot how crazy some of the guitar parts were in that yeah, song. There's I remember some... watching the dude play them in the videos and stuff. Yeah, it's really good. All right, um, so maybe we'll jump up a little bit. We'll start with the refreshments. Above Bobby McFerrin, above... Yeah, I like that Kia. song better yeah, than the refreshments. Yes. Okay, yes. Verve? Yep. Yep. Dishwalla? Probably not. Okay. 
But I feel like that's a, again, I think Scott will be okay with this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all of our decisions from this point on, <laughs> you got to make sure Scott would be okay with it. All right, here, going from one Australian artist to another one, Natalie Imbruglia Torn. Okay. Now cover. It's that cover. is a thing to factor oh, in. Well, but the original wasn't not nearly a as famous good. song. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't a famous th- song, and it was a huge right. improvement on it the original was, song. She made this the song, even though it existed before. Yeah. Right. It's a little bit different scenario than, say, Ferris, who just did like a carbon copy. And Correct. Okay. People love this song. I'm not necessarily one of them. <laughs> you know, like, I, I don't think it's a bad song. I, I'm never going to put it on. I'm right. never going to put it on a playlist. If it's on, that's fine. I honestly think we're in the exact same spot we were just at. I think it's below Dishwalla, above the Easy Beats. Right. I might put it below Verve, man. Above the refreshments? Yeah, I'll put it there. Okay. So here's one I could see. This is my prediction looking at the list. I could see this one shooting straight into the top five. Whoa, okay. Macy Gray, I Try. That's a, that's a really good song. I mean, it's a good song. She has such a unique delivery ever that's another one of the songs where i feel like so much of that song is a is a hook yeah like not just the chorus like the games changes and fields you're like oh right out the gate you're like fuck yeah <laughs> dude i had a i had a freshman year crush on some girl and macy gray was playing at the metropole and i tried to get tickets to come down to take it to it but it didn't it didn't work out <laughs> dang i feel like this song is used well in tv shows and stuff i can't think yeah. of a particular example but i'm I also thinking of your party situation and i feel like while it's not like a song that people are going to go hard to i think if this came on a mix no one's mad about it yeah like, yeah you're right like you're they're right. grooving a little bit and then they're all singing along on the chorus i mean i like it a lot it's it's from the heart no one sounds like her it's gonna sound crazy i'm thinking above break my stride which is currently our number five oh, song. i put it above break my yeah. stride it's way more of a emotional song it has real feeling in it yeah next is return of the mac Above Break My Stride. This is, I, I could see this going above Return of the Mac because Return of the Mac's like a feel good, fun yeah, party Return song. The, but this is, there's something that, there's like raw energy and I try. Okay, what's what's next? New Radicals, You Get What You Give. All right, I'm not going to put it above that. Okay, I think that's fair. I knew she was going in the top five. I was like, there's no way. We don't yeah. even have to, we didn't have to start with the my neck, my back as a breaking line. I, I, I may have personally even went up one more, but I, I could have seen, I honestly could have seen her go into the top, honestly. <laughs> Cause I'm not, I'm not as in love with big country as you are, but I, think, I would put it in front of new radicals. But again, I'm not, a, if you want to put it above new radicals, I'm fine with that. I'm excited that they're still in the top five right now. I mean, you kind of make, made me like new radicals more. It does have a lot of cool, catchy parts that, the lyrical content is cool. The story behind it that anyone who didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. It's its a pretty interesting yeah. story. I, I like where we're at. All right. I feel like this one, we will probably use the my neck, my back as the, <laughs> as okay. the gauge. Uh, young black teenagers tap the bottle. Tap the, the bottle, bottle in. Twist the cap. Tap. I mean, such a weird... <laughs> the, it was a very weird story, but... I mean, the song's kind of undeniable. I feel like the rapping in this song for as for as problematic as the, the this band is to me, the 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 rapping in the song's pretty good. They were good. They were good MCs. The chorus is the chorus is good. It's above my neck, my back. I think. Don't worry, be happy. Yeah. Banditos. Yeah. I would put it. I would put it above it. Natalie Imbruglia. You know, I'm not a big fan of the Natalie Imbruglia song, but I kind of feel like it's ridiculous to put this above that <laughs> right. for some reason. I think that's. I think that's fair. I think that's justifiable. I feel like we're getting too high with it. I think that's my holdback. Is I can't put this too high. It's. I mean, if you kept going, we could have topped over uh, Big Country at that uh, rate. No, um, thanks. Okay, so here's another one that I don't. I can't speak for Jim. I don't know Jim's opinion here, but I can speak for the two of us. I don't see this one getting too high. <laughs> Pavement, cut your hair. All right, I'm going to tell you. I like. I like pavement cut your hair. Yeah. Steve Malcolmus is my nemesis because I play fantasy base. I play fantasy baseball with Steve Malcolmus and Mike Mills and some other folks that I did from my label job I had before. And that guy is the guy who drafts the person I want the second before I draft them. So he, and so I have nothing but animosity for him. (laughs) No, I mean, no, but cut your hair is way better than safe. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm like, that's that is joking. Like, I, no, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I would, I would say like, I feel like the verve 
is like a starting point. Also, Steve discussion. Steve loves a song. He loves it. Uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was it his was, pick. Oh, yeah. I know. This was one of those questionable, like, is this a hit? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know I don't know what the algorithm is for this show. Because who knows what the situation is and what it, you get to talk about or not. Because I thought stereo was also, I mean, if, if this was a hit, wasn't stereo also? But, no, so the, I think the way that this one shook out was that this was legitimately the only song they ever had on any chart. Okay. <laughs> so it was the only song that ever even made it onto the alternative rock chart. I see that's, and that's the problem of why like I don't want to put it higher than than we are cuz it's like question like can, if we're just throwing any song in. Yeah. Then I mean <laughs> Oh, there'll be a questionable one that I picked soon and uh yeah, I I okay. mean Okay. Well, I like this song better than the Verve. Easy Beats? That Easy Beats song's pretty badass. <laughs> it's badass. Put it below the Easy Beats, yeah. but above the Verve. Crash Test Dummies. Ooh. Mm. Wow. I mean... <laughs> Damn. I mean, I'm a fan. Yeah, I mean, nothing sounds like this song. And it's a song that people either love or hate. I probably fall on more of the love side yeah. of it. Um, oh, okay. G- give me a starting point, and we'll, we'll work our way right, up or down or whatever. See. Uh, I mean, let's let's look at where we're at with pavement. Man, that yeah, that's making it hard right off. So below pavement, above the Verve pipe. I would rather listen to "Cut Your Hair" than <laughs> yes. Would you rather listen to the Verve than the Crash Test Dummies? Yeah, I think I would. Uh, Natalie and Brulia? No. Okay. <laughs> then we found the spot. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. I'm not going to lie here. I've become a factor fanatic lately. I'm a busy guy and getting to eat restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes has been amazing. Eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You have 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. And also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. I've been spreading the word to everyone I know, not just here on the podcast, but in person as well. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. You get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the math doesn't lie. Factor is less expensive than takeout, plus... Considering every meal is dietitian approved, it's also nutritious and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today by heading to factormeals.com slash one hit 50 and use the code one hit 50 to get 50% off. That's code one hit 50. The words one hit and the number 50 that is at factormeals.com slash one hit 50 to get 50% off. Great. Here's another one that I think if I was just going to make an assumption okay. before I say the name of the song, I would say that this is going to be in the top five. I think it might be number two. Whoa. I think it could possibly take over big country. Jeez. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares oh, to you. Man. Fantastic song. <laughs> Like, I so mean, good. written by Prince. Yeah. Performance destroyed by Sinead O'Connor, like in a positive yeah, way. Yeah, like arguably the most powerful vocal performance I think I've heard in a song. You're right, man. I can't, I can't argue with it. And I can't believe it. But big country's going down from yeah. number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I put it, put it at one. Yeah. Yeah. I was like looking at it just now on here. Call, and I'm like, I think this is it. Calling out the Catholic Church before everybody. <laughs> totally. And I mean, the song's amazing. The song's great. <laughs> Speaking of great songs. But, but we did give it to a cover. Like we're talking shit on safe, but. but yeah, but it was but this again. Is different. It this was is, the same situation. Yeah. This is a this is more of a Natalie and Brulia turn torn situation. Definitely. Totally. Totally. Times, the song. Times yeah. 10. Yeah. Right. Because the Dexy song was already the hit that yeah. they covered. 
Mm-hmm. They didn't take some obscure right. catalog piece yeah. and make it their own. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So next we got a uh, vanilla ice, ice, ice baby. Yeah. This one, I, I was questionable on that. It was one hit because there was play that funky music, really fun episode diving into the, yeah. Oh, if we were lyrics. ranking the episode. It'd be yeah. our number one episode yeah. of the year. I, I think, mean, but <laughs> uh, ice, ice baby. Yeah. First CD I ever owned. Everyone knows every word, but it's, played out at this point vanilla ice seems like a real bonehead yeah like i'm weirdly looking at like the bobby mcfearn don't worry be happy area yeah, of this list yeah, right that, now that that area of the list is like the novelty music and that's what this definitely falls well it's, it's got to be below don't worry be happy right i don't know i i, I this song <laughs> let me let me this put song... this let me put this nugget out there real quick if you put it below don't worry be happy uh-huh. and say that that's the stopping point uh-huh. you're also putting it above my neck my back yeah, I, I I mean I like it more than Don't Worry Be Happy. I say it goes okay, above that. Okay, so you'll say it goes above that. So Bandidos the refreshments. I mean, okay, look. Ice Ice Baby, once again It's arguable that it should even be here. Yeah, but if if it's if it, it's here. We're yeah, not changing here. that. It it's exists. here. Yeah. So the fact that it is, this song like changed my life as a kid That's it fair. was the first cd i ever got i so knew above every Sinead o'connor got it <laughs> no. No, 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 no 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 but above banditos a song that means nothing to me yeah. no, all right okay sure. that's fair okay so maybe we'll jump up a little bit we'll we'll put it kind of more in like the cardigans real big fish area okay it's below those Be- below the cardigans so below the cardigans above. is dishwalla i mean the dishwalla song's a way better song so good so, uh, one below dishwalla one below dishwalla above the easy beats Oh, well, the easy beats is better than Ice Ice Baby. (laughs) Now it's uh, above pavement. Okay, no. (laughs) No, I'd say keep going down. The verb. Keep going down. (laughs) The crash test dummies. I'm okay with putting it here. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Butthole Surfer's Pepper. Not really a fan of this song or band. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, they do. I mean, they're wild. I mean, you know, it's a wild primacy zappa type of band you know in the same in, the, in a vein i think we can start right where we're at with ice ice baby yeah i think it's below ice ice baby honestly all right so natalie and Brulia? i think it's below ice ice baby but above don't worry be happy so somewhere in that zone okay so that's ice ice baby torn tap the bottle banditos don't worry be happy i probably like don't worry be happy more than i like my neck my back Huh. Let me propose this. Below my neck, my back, above Patrick Swayze, she's like the wind. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, I'm <laughs> I cool. can see that. I'm cool with that. All right, I think that works. Next up, we got Nata Surf, popular. Uh, I mean, amazing band and probably their worst song. I mean, it's not. It's kind of more of a spoken word piece than it is a song, but it's pretty good. It's pretty. It's pretty cool song. It's it's unique. It's original. Um, I feel like it could weird like as a starting point. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I'm, Nata Surf and Pavement seem to make sense in my brain is like in that same category. Sure. Uh, so would you say above or below Pavement? We'll start there. As a song, I probably like the Pavement song more. Yeah, I agree. I bittersweet bittersweet symphony. Yeah, I like the Verve a little bit better. All right. Crash test dummies. Yeah, I'll put it there. Okay, so below Verve, above Crash Test. Yeah. All right. Then we have another contender for one of our favorite episodes of the year, but uh, EMF, Unbelievable. Oh, this is a good song. I mean, that is a good song. <laughs> it's, and I, I, doing that episode made me realize how much I, I, I like it even more. I mean, I liked it as a kid. Yeah. Had the cassette single, uh, really like going, ah! I, I don't know. Where, where do you propose we um, start? I, I think the start of conversation should maybe be right around Break My Stride by Matthew Wilder. I like it more than I that. I like it more than that, too. Return of the Mac. No, I don't think I like it more than Return of the Mac. All right. I think put, that, put it right there. I think that works, because I definitely don't think it was going to go above Macy Gray after that anyway. So I mean, it's good. I mean, it's in the top 10 right now. Yeah. Uh, I can see this one going pretty low, because this is a Matt Kelly pick. and <laughs> Now, uh... Sean Calvin, Sonny came home. Uh, this was. I mean, I'm okay with you guys throwing this towards the bottom. <laughs> this song's uh, it's a real snoozer. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> right here. We're. I mean, ugh. but I mean, it's it is a it is a hit I in like the it, sense of hits. I like it better than Bewitched. I, so, yeah, I, was gonna say, I was gonna say we're starting with snoozers. Let's let's start with <laughs> Patrick good. Swayze as the. De- I like <laughs> the I like. De- I, 
personally, Sway- I'm more into Swayze, but that is the I mean, zone we be talking about. Remind me of like Sunny. the chorus of this song. She said, days go by. Okay. I like that better than Swayze. Then we got Butthole Surfers, Pepper. I Hello. like it better than that. Uh, well, well my neck, my back. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be below that. Come on. <laughs> Jesus it's, it's, Christ. Okay, I'm all right with being below that. That's fine. I think we personally offended Jim that this song went above Buttle Surfers. The Buttle Surfers song is not very good. Uh, I mean, come on. So here, so we got our next one here. Falco, Rock Me Amadeus. Ooh. I think that one we can start the discussions a little bit higher. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm thinking like the conversation starts in that like Real big fish sellout area. Amadeus, Amadeus. I do, Amadeus, I do Amadeus, love that Doctor Zayas thing Amadeus. on the Simpsons. Oh, it's so fucking that funny! Is great. It's so oh, good. This is a hard one. Give me some ideas of where where this could go. So, so if we're looking at the real big fish area of the list, okay. So, real big fish is right below Break My Stride. Okay, I think it's below Break My Stride. Above real big fish, or does it go below real big fish? I'd put it below real big fish, but then. We're discussing. I, I might put this above Break My Stride. Once again, Break My Stride's an awesome chorus. It's a great chorus and not but, a lot else. But this song is like the whole thing you could bob your head to. You can I try, mean, to, try to sing the weird like pseudo English German. Sure. Thing. And and it's very. Um, Havana Superstar. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's very much 80s. Makes me feel like I'm in the 80s in Europe. Like, I, could, I like that about it. So I think. I think if we go above Break My Stride, I think that's the stopping point anyway, because this next song above it is EMF Unbelievable. And I think we all agree all that right. Unbelievable is better. Than I'd say the, it yeah. slides right in there. All right. right. All right. Tail Bachman, She's So High. I mean, no shade to our boy Scott, but I could see this one going pretty low. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty Friends. <laughs> this is a pretty Friends song. I think it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of. It's above Bewitched. Yes. I mean, we can start a little bit higher than that worked out. It's definitely catchy as hell. Where would you put it with the refreshments? Below refreshments. To me. Not to me. I'd put it above refreshments. So then we're at tap the bottle. I'd go above that. All right. We're going above tap the bottle. Natalie and Brulia torn. I feel like this song What's Natalie and Brulia just goes hand in yeah. hand. Uh, you know what? I think it goes right here. Right. Yeah. right. These are like the same song. They're both on. <laughs> they're both being played on Friends in the <laughs> mid 90s. That's where it's. That's where it belongs. Never ending story. Oh man. You know, this is a cool nostalgic. It's movie not that song, good of a song. But it's not a great song. I like this song. I think and I said this in the episode, I think the female vocals stand out more to me on this song every time. I like this song, so we need we need to start start finding a place for it. Alright, let's Let's start. I'm going to start dead center here. Okay. All right. Let's start around Easy Beats Friday on my mind. I like Below. it more. You like it more? <laughs> Dishwall accounting blue cars. Never ending story. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's so good. <laughs> That's really good. All right. So next up is Cardigan's Love Fool. I like it more than that. All right. Real Big Fish Sellout. I like it more than that. This is, this is wild as hell. <laughs> Break but. my stride. I like it more than that. I mean, I'm just being rock, honest. Rock me, Amadeus. I like it more than that. Ooh, unbelievable. No, I don't like it. More than that. <laughs> All right. that's, the, that's the breaking point. I just like it. I just like the melodies. I mean, I like the movie, and I like the melodies. I know we're not judging it off the movie, but like, <laughs> it, it's a good song. I think. It, and didn't we learn that it was like written by somebody like? Who, who was stupid, like, written a shit ton yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like a dick from the disco era. Yeah, I forget. He wrote, like, all of Donna Summer's biggest hits. Didn't he, yeah, didn't he write I Will Survive? Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, he was a good songwriter. All right. Another Matt Kelly pick. White Town, Your Woman. Uh, I, I wasn't big on this one. I mean, I'm not big on it myself, personally, but this song is definitely big, and it's back because Dua Lipa yeah. has oh, sampled it. it. Okay, well... I could never be the right kind of guy. The, yeah. I mean, it's definitely unique. Well, I remember when it came out, it was like, it was so like different. But also huge strike. Like, I like this song, but I remember digging in this back catalog in general and being like, yo, this is a bad back catalog. This is this is one good song that this dude lucked out on. Yeah. Um. So I would I would even start the argument at like really low on this list, but like Lou Bega Mamba number five. It's better than that. 
Patrick Swayze, she's like the wind. I'd say it's better than that. Butthole surfers. Yeah, it's better. Uh, Sean Colvin. Better. My neck, my back. I think it's better. Ooh. Uh, don't worry, be happy. Better. Oh wow. <laughs> you you remember we're talking about your woman by white. Right. I, know, <laughs> I just but, wanted to check. Uh, yeah. You forgot a couple I mean, of the songs. <laughs> refreshments. Yeah, I like it better. Young black teenagers tap the bottle. I, I mean. I don't like it better than that. I mean, <laughs> tap the bottle and mm. I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm fine I, with that I like spot. It, I like it there. I didn't think it was going to get this high, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any fuss. On I this. don't love it, but there's some bad songs down there. All right, so we're here's my prediction. We're gonna start this discussion at Bewitched. Okay, <laughs> five when the lights go out. Yeah, this was such a generic. <laughs> it just sounds like band. Song. Baby, when, when the lights go, go out. Every single All right, that's better than Bewitched. Yeah, it's better than Bewitched. <laughs> okay. Hanson Umbop. Yeah, I guess. I, I, it's, I don't know. it's right there. I, I think that's a spot. No, I, would, I was going to say, I would argue that despite our feelings on Hanson, there is more going on in the song Umbop than anything okay, going sure. on I'll in g- five. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give <laughs> For it to sure. you. The Nixon's sister. I personally think the song is great. Now, it's not like a top of the list or something. I think Jared really won me over with his love of the Nixons (laughs) during this episode a little bit. Like, I could see this conversation starting in the, like, Dishwalla conversation. I can't remember how the song goes. Sister, I miss you. This is a song about how he misses his sister. It was the the one where he said that it literally is the melody to black by... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so similar to that. Yep. I've seen the Nixons play live like four times in State College. Could they set things on quit fire? Bragging. Quit bragging. <laughs> no, but I feel like Dishwalla is like a good good companion piece to start the conversation at. I think it's way below. I think it's below that. All right. Maybe we'll jump a couple below pavement. Uh, yeah. It's below pavement. Okay. Below not it's a, a surf. It's above yeah. Patrick Swayze. Below, let's see, from that to surf, crash test dummies. Yeah, uh, I mean, see, I'm just moving. Ice Ice Baby, I think, is a yeah, given. It's below, it's Natalie and Julia Torn. Sister, I, miss, I mean, yeah, I, I might put this here. Below I, I, Ice Ice I, Baby, I, I, above Torn. It's below Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd be okay with putting it here. I like that right now. We started with my neck, my back being the middle barometer, but it's really turned into ice ice baby <laughs> at this point. New podcaster to the Geekscape Network brought this one to us. Uh, Gelsey Laurie with the Archie's Sugar Sugar. Mm. I mean, this is one of those candy songs that exists. This was part of the, did you watch the pop thing on Netflix? Yeah, this is pop. They talked about the guy that wrote it was one of the guys that talked about it in the episode that was about the Brill building. Yeah. I feel like the conversation could honestly start with Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like this better than Ice Ice Baby, I think. Crash Test Dummies? Yeah, I think I like it yeah, better than that. It's better than that. Natasurf? I say yes. Yeah, I guess I do like it better than that. Bittersweet Symphony? Probably not. Okay, right there we there. go. Then we found the spot. Do, 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 <laughs> so here's one that I can see ending up in that Save Ferris era. <laughs> oh, wow. We got uh, Hoobastank with The Reason. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> a classic this this is a song that i never want to listen to do you put it below say ferris does it go that far down i mean no what what like you have to think of the basis because i mean like in terms of just like i mean that thing was just a phenomenon <laughs> in terms of like in the worst i'm trying to, i'm trying to think of like if there's anything i like about this song it's got cool harmonies it's person <laughs> They gave it a good TikTok <laughs> challenge. That's about it. And the reason is it. It's like. It's a yeah, bad song. I never want to listen to this song. I think it's worse than Save Ferris covering Dixie's Midnight Runner. I really do. <laughs> I think it's the worst song we talked about this year. I'm okay with putting it there. <laughs> well, do it. Here it is. Controversy across the board. Uh, Yellow Card, Ocean Avenue. That's a really good song. <laughs> I think that one's gonna be kind of high up. It's I mean, a that's pretty good song. It's a, it's a, it's a really good song. I'm thinking. Okay. Is it higher than Break My Stride? Yes. Okay, that's higher than I was gonna start this off at. Okay, uh, Falco, Rock Me Amadeus. Yeah. Yeah. Never Ending Story. Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I kind of. What's think above so. unbelievable? Return of the Mac. Hmm. Right there, between Return of the Mac and Unbelievable. 
<sighs> I, 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 mean, I can't see it going up. So again, Return of the Mac, the next one is I Try. I don't think that I would put this above I, I Try. I might like this better than I Try. Really? I really think this is a good... I mean, for the genre of music... All right, all right, let's, okay, so let's say we put it above I Try. You got New Radicals in the mix. Man, I don't know. I feel like now I'm going too high with it. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like it's this weird... I mean, it's a really good song. I think in that Mark Morrison, Macy Gray, EMF area is the right spot How about between Macy Gray and above Mark Morrison? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. Here's another one that I think could go actually pretty high. Hadaway, what is love? (laughs) (laughs) As insane as it is to say... I love the guy. I, I still think that lyrically, this song's not bad at all. What is love? Well, not that, but, but I don't know. If you're not there. I give you my love, but you don't care. <laughs> what is right? right? And what, what is, is You know wrong? every word to this stupid song. <laughs> give me a sign. <laughs> what is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Side note, we've got a lot of good songs on the horizon, uh, and then it gets real bad. Okay. Uh, give me a place to start with Let's that. Let's see. Away. I, I don't um, think I'm going to go that high with this. Do you want to start with Break My Stride? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's as good as Break My Stride. All right, let me make a couple moves. Uh, I'm also imagining Easy Beats would go below the Easy Beats. I think so, yeah. And let me take it. Let's see. Archie. Let's start it like Archie Sugar Sugar. I might like Sugar Sugar better. Okay, so Nata Surf Popular. I'd put it above that, personally. I think I agree. I think it is a little bit... I mean, popular, once again, great band, but not... All right, so we're saying under Sugar Sugar, but above Nata Surf. I think so. So, Hey, I think that's a respectable spot for Hathaway. 96 Tears by Question Mark and the Mysterions. I personally love the song. I'm not (laughs) saying it's high on the list in any way, shape, or form, but like it's just one of those like random... It's such a strange song. Like, I think that Break My Stride is a good starting point with this conversation. Dude, that guy's name is Question Mark, and he still was referred to as Question Mark to this day. <laughs> or Quest. Like, or if you Q. like sit down to him, you're like, Q, what is up? <laughs> well, by the way, by the way, yeah, uh, we thought, you know, he only wants to be referred to as Question Mark or whatever. And then this guy, Scott, who's a writer for the um, Post Gazette music writer, that you know, I posted the ad mat for that episode or whatever, and he, and he like commented on the the tweet and said, "Oh, I interviewed, I interviewed him for whatever you know." And I said, "Whoa!" I said, "What did you call him? Did you call him question mark or quiz or what?" He said, "He just wrote back Mark," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, I that, thought, that ruins a lot of the mystique yeah, of the Mysterions." I man. mean, okay, it takes away a lot with this song. What well, is that dude's name? Is Mark? Yeah, but apparently, we, I guess you weren't, we thought you weren't supposed to call him that. Yeah, but I thought he was. He legally changed his name or whatever. But, okay. Yeah, this is a pretty cool song. It's, it makes me think of like going to the beach in the 60s or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can see that. Where does it go, though? I mean, let's start, do you say above Break My Stride? Below I guess break- so. I guess. What's above Break My Stride? Falco, Rock Me Amadeus. Yeah, I guess it does go above that. Never Ending Story? I wouldn't put it above never. All right, story. I think that's fair. I think we found we, it. We need to break up the '80s a little bit there. Then we got Frontier Psychiatrist by the Avalanches. I like this one, even though I thought it was very questionable that this was a hit <laughs> right. or again, one hit wonder. Again, that algorithm. But but it's in. <laughs> but it's it, we did an episode about it. It has to be included. I really like it. I think it's great. You thinking this is near the top, near the middle, near the bottom? I w- I would say it's maybe in the top. Maybe around 10. Okay. What's, what's a 10 right So let's start. So we're looking at, I think 10 is about Never Ending Story. What's right above Never Ending Story? Uh, Unbelievable by EMF. I think it goes right between those two. Boom. Look at that. It's made the top 10 so far. Now here's two songs that I see plummeting okay. <laughs> back to the bottom of the yeah. list. <laughs> Bobby Boris Pickett, The Monster Mash. <laughs> oh. I mean, man, what a, what a guy who made a career... The sec- second only to the guy I met once who somehow was tangentially worked with Rock Around the Clock. Look, <laughs> he Chris, used Rock Around the Clock. Chris would feel differently about the song if we were talking about the Monster Swim, obviously. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Monster Mash is what we talked about. 
Okay. <laughs> Does uh, a monster swim actually be like, it was the monster swim? Yes. The monster swim. That's exactly what, what it, it was. <laughs> and there's also a, a holiday monster. Yeah, version. the holiday monsters. There's the there's the monster rap. Yeah. Does it go the monster rap? Pretty much, yeah. Like he had yeah. one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he did it a lot. Yes. And made a that's career. All out he it. did. All he wow. did. Jim, do you need music to fall asleep? Because we could just put on the best of Bobby Morris <laughs> Pickett tonight. <laughs> so we got Hoobastank as the lowest. I like the Monster Mash better than Bewitched. Yeah, okay. me too. Five? When the lights yeah, go out? I do. Hanson? I can't stand Hanson, but I can't say that the Monster Mash is a, <laughs> is a better song. I think that's the spot. Uh, so we'll just hang out right where we're at with Hanson, Bobby Boris Pickett, because the next song we got here is Stripers, honestly. Oh, man. I mean, I love Striper as people and as a band, but honestly. <laughs> is a bad song. Yeah, that's a really bad honestly, song. Honestly. On that same album, they had songs that were so much better. Rocked hard. And then you make, I don't know, like the piano sound in this song and everything. And I like Striper, too. But, like, this is not a good song. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would put it. Once again, I can't believe it, but like I wouldn't even put it above Mbop. Uh, okay, so yeah, no, wait, I below mean, the it Monster can't be Mash. Jeez, yeah, I mean, I like the Monster Mash better. Five when the lights go out. I mean, I'd be okay with putting it here. All right. Okay, okay. No disrespect to Striper, right? Just disrespect to their trash song. I mean, this one's arguably in the top five. Gautier. Somebody that I used to know. Yeah, this song's great. I mean, it's a good song. I know when we were doing the episode, I was acting like I was going to make it number one or something, but nah, it ain't. It ain't number one material, and it ain't number two material. Um, Baby comeback. Yeah, I, I would probably put it above Baby comeback. All right, so it's in that nice number three below Big Country. Yeah, it's really good chorus. It's a really relatable song. It's very unique. I mean, it was a bigger hit than it's, most of yeah. things. So. Yeah. Chariots of Fire theme. <laughs> Matt, give me a starting point. Give me a starting point and let me uh, hum. And dear God. All right. Um, let's start with Tap the Bottle, Young Black. Keep going teenagers. up. Okay. Uh, she's so high. Keep going. Torn. Keep going. Nixon's sister. Keep going. Ice Ice Baby. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Popular. Keep going. What is love? Keep going. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. Keep going. It's a bittersweet symphony. I'd say keep going, man. Pavement. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to decide what's better. That Chariots of Themes... <laughs> Chariots of Fire theme song or <laughs> Pavement Cut Your Hair. This is, have you know what? In the history of the world, no one has ever had a conversation about <laughs> what's better, the Chariots of Theme, the Chariots of Fire theme song or Pavement Cut Your Hair. Which song is better? That This conversation has never been had. I bet Steve had it. And I, I, I think Chariots of Fire is better. Okay, so we move into the easy beats. I think this is, I think Chariots of Fire is better. Dishwalla counting blue cars. Sorry, Dishwalla. I think this is better. This Cardigans. Is, I still think this is better. Real big fish. Yes, this is better. Break my stride. This is probably better. <laughs> Rock me Amadeus. This is better than that. It is. 96 Tears. This is better. Never Ending Story. This is better. Frontier Psychiatrist. Better. It is better, yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. I... Uh, okay, we could put it here. Oh, <laughs> stop! Yeah. Next up, we've got Soul for Real, Candy Rain. Oh, I like Candy Rain. <laughs> I feel like this one we can start maybe at that at that Gautier area in the top <laughs> of the list and work down. Oh, you want to work down? Unless I mean, do you think it's better than the Chariots of Fire theme song? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, then maybe we'll start there and save us some time. Frontier Psychiatrist. I kind of like. Candy Rain better, I think. All right, so it's right in between Chariots of Fire. Yeah, and Frontier's like yeah, I think so. <laughs> Soul for real will be thrilled. Do you ever dream? Of so candy? next we got Jaquan with Tipsy. Ooh, it's a good one. It's a fucking fire beat, yeah, as we said. It's great. It's great. Let's start with Candy Rain above or below Candy Rain. I got fake ID though. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's above Candy Rain. Oh man, above the chariots yeah. of fire. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I guess not. Dude, I guess dude, not. Chris it feels like, inappropriate. It's like, here goes a three to the two to the one. Gnarls Barkley with crazy. Oh, that's a jam. It's a jam, but it's also wallpaper. It's I, I, above I, I, below tipsy. We'll start there. Uh, <laughs> I'd put it below. I think you'd also put it below candy rain. I'll, I'll make that executive decision. <laughs> Frontier psychiatrist. Ah, geez. You know, what's crazy is like those two songs are kind of similar. I feel like they're both sound like spaghetti Western. music. Yeah, don't they, they do. They do. They have a spaghetti Western vibe. It's not a bad place to compare i mean i crazy's got to be better than frontier psychiatrist i I, yeah i kind of agreed i i I think that i'm raking it lower than it should be because it's you were lukewarm to the rest of the album (laughs) and and the song was like shoved yes that's my that's my issue with it so well last one okay danzig mother (laughs) it's a good one it's good (laughs) better uh, we'll just we're right where we're at better or worse than crazy I like it better. better than crazy. You like it better than crazy? Candy Rain. You know what? I'm going to... I might like Candy Rain a little more, but I do think Mother should go above it. Tipsy. I could see going above Tipsy with it. Chariots of Fire. Oh, man. I love comparing <laughs> anything to yeah, Chariots that's, of Fire. That's never happened in the history of the world. Mm. Tell us, what do you like better? Chariots of Fire or Danzig's Mother? mother. <laughs> <laughs> This is a this is a true Sophie's choice. (laughs) (laughs) No, wrong theme song. We're talking about the Chariots of Fire. Okay, Uh, I'd say yes, but that's me. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Are you thinking about the message? You like the message though? Yeah, I do. I I go (laughs) Return of the Mac. I think we found the spot. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it goes here. All right. So. I'm not going to go through the entire rankings here because that would be ridiculous. But before I announce the rankings, there is one thing that we said we would do when we did this for the second time. We do have to bring in last year's winner. Okay. Duncan Sheik, Barely Breathing. Wow. That's a great song. Above or below, nothing compares to you. Oh, man. (laughs) I say it's below, but right one spot below. What's below it? Big Big country in a big country. Oh, <laughs> I think Big Country is better than Duncan Cheek. Then we got Gautier. I think it's better. I think Barely Breathing is better than Gautier. I think Gautier isn't right. in this conversation. All right. Well, then then our top 10 rankings. Number 10, Danzig, Mother 93. Wow. Number nine, Mark Morrison, Return to the Mac. Okay. Number eight, Yellow Card, Ocean Avenue. Wow. Seven, Macy Gray, I Try. Okay. Six, New Radicals, you get what you give. Okay. Number five, Player, Baby Come Back. Wow. Number that four. That one went really high. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, Gautier, Somebody That I Used to Know. Yeah. Number three, Duncan Sheik, Barely Breathing. Okay. Number two, Big Country in a Big Country. Right. And our number one song now officially ever discussed on One Hit Thunder, <laughs> Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to uh, You. Wow. I could wow. see that becoming a return number one next year. Depending on what the songs are that we talk about. Wow. I I mean, is is Hoops Take Last? Dead last. Wow. <laughs> That's harsh. There's a It's accurate. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that when you were reading those that top, I can't believe that's what <laughs> That's how it shook out. Like like some of the songs that weren't in the top ten, like uh let's see, some of the classics that didn't make it in the top ten. Uh, Cardigans like, wasn't in there. Cardigans wasn't in there. Bobby McFerrin wasn't in there. Uh, Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby didn't yeah, make it in one. there. Uh, Bittersweet Symphony, Pavement, Dishwalla, Real Big Fish. Break My Stride was hanging out in the top <laughs> 10 for a really long time and then just <laughs> slowly made its way down. Oh, Gnarls Barkley, Candy Rain, Tipsy, Chariots of Fire theme didn't make the cut into wow. the top 10. Okay. Just barely. Well, I mean, all right, we did what we, we did. had a good year. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. That's the stance of a good year when Chariots of Fire can't even make the top 10. Yeah. And all the great stuff you talked about. Hell yeah. All right, well, on to another great year. Yeah, man. You are an icicle. You are an
Thunder. One Hit Thunder is hosted by Chris Othalios of the bands Punchline, Pack, and Another Cheetah and produced by Matt Kelly of Geekscape.net. Underneath me, you're hearing the Punchline song Icicles off the compilation A Santa Cause. Visit punchlion.com for more info on future Punchline shows, releases, and merchandise. Do you want to hear your song on the show or have any interest in sponsoring an episode? Contact me at matt at geekscape.net for our rates. We also have a Patreon now. Check that out at patreon.com backslash O-H-T podcast. If you have any interest in podcasting, visit weknowpodcasting.com for how Matt and Chris can help make your show sound as professional as possible. Let us know your thoughts on the show by emailing us at onehitthunderpodcast at gmail.com and make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Tune in next week for another episode of One Hit Thunder. Dylan, Marley, you've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that made titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant evergreen back catalog of episodes, We've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday.